Monsoon Prism Power Makeup! It's time for Atomic Monsoon with your hosts, Jedi Stephanie. Guess who's number one now? Oh, okay. I didn't know watch a single season of The Bachelor. Why is my <laughs> boo saying I wouldn't watch The Bachelor? And Psycho Andy. My hands are only wet because I watched them. There's no other reason for that. And now, it's Atomic Monsoon. Hey, Stephanie, how's it going? Hey, Andy, it's going pretty good. You know, it's Friday. Life's good. How about yourself? Uh, uh, you know, just fighting evil by moonlight, listening to Def M records by daylight. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Def M records part made sense, but uh, fighting evil by moonlight? <laughs> oh, well, oh, right. Okay, so we were going to talk about Sailor Moon today. That was, yes. that was, that was the plan. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't occur to me until literally just now, after I've made this joke, that uh, you watched the original English dub of Sailor Moon. So that line from the theme song doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, here's... Okay, so Andy, uh, before we get into this, let's yes. talk about Def M Records real quick. Yeah. Hey, you should go listen to music from Def M Records, which you can find at defmrecords.bandcamp.com. I found out that Bandcamp, on the first Friday of every month, they give 100% of all money spent to the artists. They don't. They they cut their uh, their usual deal where they take you know because they take a percentage to keep the website running and the servers going and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the first Friday of every month, Bandcamp just gives 100% of the money to the artists. So it's not the first Friday of the month right now. But no. uh, you you might be listening to... It's Friday the 13th today, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, someone might be listening to this in the future. It might be the first Friday of the month. And in that case, that you should definitely go over to defmrecords.bandcamp.com and find some, some new rock and roll music to listen to. Or go find any other music on Bandcamp and support independent music. Because, you know, the corporate side is all ruled by lawyers and stuff these days and the artists mm-hmm. aren't making any money so <laughs> you might as well give it to people who actually want to make the music yep yeah. agreed so yes no we're talking about though today sailor moon okay so i actually do know the theme song in english okay okay yes i have heard the original theme song i was just making a joke at the fact fair enough that it, fair enough okay. that it just didn't match and everything so well, so this is this is part of the thing about Sailor Moon is that mm-hmm. uh, uh, and and I'll, we can get into, you know, I'm just going to jump right into the weirdness of it. I first found Sailor Moon on September 11th, 1995. I know that because I happened to look up the date that the pilot aired. The pilot mm-hmm. of Sailor Moon was the first episode of season two. That is the the first thing that ever aired in America. Okay. Uh, on September 11th, 1995. Randomly. It was Saturday morning. It was like 7 a.m. I was, I'd been up for a little while. I've always been kind of a morning person. And so, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, and I'm flipping through the stations. Uh, it's 95, so I'm like 13. And I come on this thing, and I see, you know, this the Sailor Moon theme song. And I'm like, I, I don't know what this show is, but this looks like one of those Japanese cartoons that's getting a little more popular these days. I said in 1995. I'm going to check this out. And it blew my mind. <laughs> I had, I had never seen the show. I'd never heard of Sailor Moon. I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about it. I just happened to be watching TV at the time that they aired 
the pilot in the Boston area. Okay. And it was great. And I couldn't find it the next week or the week after or the week after. So I just kind of gave up because like after a few weeks of looking for it, I couldn't remember what channel it was on because I was just surfing. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was like seven in the morning. It might have been 730. It might have been 630. It might have been eight. I don't know. Uh, but I couldn't find it. So I just stopped. And that was it. And then a few months later, it just started playing as the last show that I that was on like before I had to go to school in junior high. So, but I, I can only watch like half of it because then I had to leave for school. So, oh. <laughs> so I started taping the second half of the episode so that I, cause this is 1996 at this point, like late 95, early 96 at this point. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well I want to watch these. So let me tape the second half. But then by the time the school day was over, I'd kind of forget what happened with the first half or whatever. So at one point I actually had all of the American first run American dub of Sailor Moon on VHS that I taped off TV. Wow. I actually still have two of those tapes. So I don't have the whole series, but I have about 20 episodes or so um, with the commercials intact and everything. I don't know if my VCR still works. It's been a while since I've tried to use it. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but I also just ordered off eBay and they arrived uh, last week. Um, the entire original English dub on DVD. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you have watched a very different Sailor Moon than I watched, though. Yes, but my origin story with Sailor Moon is a little different as well. Sure, sure. So how did you find Sailor Moon? So I found Sailor Moon on Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. In, like, the mid-early 2000s. Yeah, I want to say it was, like, 2003 when... Like, it was somewhere between 2000 to 2003 that they were around. Yeah. It was somewhere around there. It was when Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon were popular and everyone else was watching Dragon Ball. And, you know, <laughs> it was like, hey, here's the girl version. It's Sailor Moon. I mean, basically. I know that's not the right description for it, but that's kind of how it was thrown at me. It, <laughs> it, it's No, it sort of was. Like, Dragon Ball was the boy anime and Sailor Moon was the girl anime. At least on, on Toonami. Like when they were yes. running them, it was like, here's your super hyper masculine one. And here's your super action packed feminine one. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but no, so I, so I saw it on uh, Cartoon Network. I don't know exactly what episode I tuned in on. Sure. Or where in the series I tuned in. It was just, there were a few days, weeks or something where like I was tuning into Cartoon Network. It happened to be on. I would watch it. Um, and what I vaguely remember from my memory of being that young kid who watched it was that, for one thing, the the, the transformation scenes, so the scenes where she goes from being, you know, the cute little schoolgirl to being Sailor Moon, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember as a kid those scenes just being, there was just way too many of them as a kid. I remember there being way too many of those scenes. Interesting. Okay. I don't even know how many episodes I watched. I just remembered it was like, it was the whole scene from like the moment she says, you know, the magic words uh -huh. to the moment she's done. Like the whole, just the entire thing felt like it took forever. And I was like, okay, why? And this is before <laughs> I got into anime and this is before a lot of things. So it was understandable that I would question its mm -hmm. choices and everything. But yeah, I just remember that. I remember a couple of other things. I can't quite pinpoint what they were. 
But yeah, no, so I remember those things, and then I remember there were a lot of people, especially as I got older, that were like, oh my god, Sailor Moon's amazing, oh my god, I'm obsessed with Sailor Moon, oh my god, I had the I had the moon wand, and they're going on and on and on about it, and I would see, you know, all the Sailor Scout costumes going on, and it got to the point where I knew, for some reason, I don't know how, I knew the theme song, mm-hmm. not by heart, but I knew the theme song. Mm-hmm. I knew the names of at least the main five Sailor Scouts. So Sailor Moon, Sailor Jupiter, Sailor Mars, Sailor Venus, and then Sailor Mercury. And I knew that there was cats. I didn't know their names. I knew there were cats. Okay, okay. Uh, I knew who Tuxedo Mask was. Sure. I knew he was the guy. I just didn't realize. I thought he was like the bad guy for some reason. I don't know why. Uh (laughs) There were some episodes where he was. So Okay. And then I recall that there is the... And I only know this is like iconic because I've seen a lot of cosplayers do this, especially couple cosplayers of tuxedo mask and then Sailor Moon in like the white dress and the white gown. Sure. Yeah. Like I've seen a lot of photos of that. So that was kind of what I had to play off of. And in my mind, I was like, okay, I know this is a magical girl anime. I know this is a very specific brand and a very specific audience. So I just kind of like never really got into it. I was more of like a shonen anime person. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, but that's kind of where my origin is for Sailor Moon was. And then when we talked about doing this episode, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch Crystal because I know you had said that it does not have all of the filler episodes and everything like that. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that that's, that's what I ended up watching was Sailor Moon Crystal. Okay. So. Okay. And did you enjoy it? I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. I'm there. There's uh. We'll get into opinions later, but I'm enjoying it right now. <laughs> okay. 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 So. Yeah. So for anyone who is listening to us who doesn't know what Sailor Moon is, why are you listening? I mean, it's fine. It's, you know, we, we, we talk about things we like and, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. we'll get you to like them too, or at least check them out. Um, mm-hmm. So Sailor Moon started actually as a completely different comic. Sailor Moon started, uh, is created by Naoko Takeuchi. I hope mm-hmm. I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> close I, enough. I, I, I know it's close to that. I am not a native Japanese speaker. So in August of 1991, Takuchi did a one shot for Run Run magazine called Codename Sailor V. And that was just kind of a, hey, here's a magical girl who turns into a superhero and fights crime. And that was it. The end. And the then end. like it ended up being kind of popular. So her editor was like, hey, what if you did more of this and she said okay but i want to change some things including basically everything about it so i'm going to do a different series called sailor moon but sailor v will be a pre-existing character in this universe in case i decide to cross them over or whatever which is why at the very beginning sailor v is this popular hero that has you know movies and video games and stuff all about her and sailor moon before she becomes sailor moon is kind of obsessed with her Mm-hmm. So the Sailor Moon manga was first published in Nakayoshi Shoujo magazine uh, in December of 1991. So just a few months later, um, mm-hmm. it came out the last week of 1991. And sometime in 1992, the show got picked up to become or the, the, the manga got picked up to become anime. Mm-hmm. And so the manga ran from December of 90, 1991 until sometime in 1997. And the anime ran from 1992 until 1997 with five seasons and three movies. Okay. And each season is, is titled slightly different to separate them. This is a common occurrence in, in uh, anime really like it doesn't happen in American television so much, but so the first arc with uh, queen barrel and her generals is sailor moon. 
the second arc with um, the Black Moon people um, and the Doom Tree, the Makai Tree, uh, that is Sailor Moon R. And then that is followed up with Sailor Moon S, where we meet the Outer Senshi, the Outer Scouts. Um, so Sailors Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. And then Sailor Moon Super S and Sailor Moon Sailor Stars, which introduces the Sailor Starlights, I think they're called. I haven't gotten that far because Sailor Moon Sailor Stars never got dubbed to English until last year. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so as I said, I coincidentally caught the first episode of Sailor Moon when it aired on American television without knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about the first run of Sailor Moon on American television is that it was dubbed in Canada by Deke. And mm-hmm. Deke is not the most well-respected animation company, we'll say. They, mm-hmm. they, Deke has done some great shows, but Deke has also done some very not great shows. I have heard from people in the animation field that Deke, D-I-C, uh, jokingly stands for do it cheaper. Um, Ew. Because they would find ways to do everything as inexpensively as possible. Which is strange because they made a whole lot of changes to Sailor Moon. One of the things about the original Sailor Moon dub is that it got a lot of flack for not being mm-hmm. very faithful to the original Japanese content. Uh, okay. The main character, Sailor Moon's real name in Japanese is Usagi Tsukino. Yes. And in the American, the original American version, it's Serena. Yep. So... And watching Sailor Moon Crystal now, I figured out why I got confused with certain characters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Sailor Mercury is the next one introduced. She is Ami in the Japanese one and then Amy in American Close enough, right? Amy, Ami. Yeah. Eh. It's, yeah. it's, you know, how you would pronounce that name given the way that the languages are spoken. Um, yeah. Sailor Mars is, is Rei Hino and Rei Hino, but Rei is spelled differently to match the way that it's spelled in the two uh, different countries. And then Sailor Jupiter is introduced next. She is Makoto in Japanese and Lita in English. What? Uh, how, how did you? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. And then Sailor Venus is Minako and then Mina. So, yeah, same name, but, you know, shortened yeah. to an yeah. American name, a common, a more common American name. Yeah. Tuxedo mask is, is tuxedo common in Japanese, but common is just the Japanese word for mask. So, like, okay. Yeah. And then his real name is, is Mamoru Chiba, or in English, it was originally Darien Shields. I'm sorry, that's a cool name. What <laughs> happened there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, the the, the two main side characters, uh, uh, Sagi's best friends, Osaka Naru and Umino, had their names changed to Molly and Melvin. <laughs> and, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Umino just became the worst American stereotype of nerds in, in that original dub. And I, I, some of it is called, it was, was cultural change, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. it's 1995, Anime is not super popular in the United States. Do we think that a bunch of Japan, unusual Japanese names is going to fly with Canadian and American kids? Probably not. So Probably I, not. I understand to a point changing some of the character names. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and I don't necessarily have a problem with that. And then the other changes, like there are a couple episodes that are just missing because... The and, and there are many scenes that are slightly edited and dialogue that has changed because while they are fine for Japanese broadcast standards, they don't fit mm-hmm. American broadcast standards like at all. Yeah. 
the most egregious of which was Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune are lovers in Japan. And when uh, they got dubbed into English by Cloverway in later years, they were changed to cousins. Oh, to explain their closeness <laughs> because, and this is not the fault of the people editing the episodes. This is the fault of American society at the time. Homosexual relationships were not allowed on children's television. Just straight up. You couldn't do it. And so mm-hmm. the choice was, do we not dub these episodes or do we find a way around it? And it sucks. It's stupid that, you know, same sex relationships were not allowed, but mm-hmm. like, and thankfully society has progressed past that. Yes. Um, but like at the time it was like, well, what, what do we, what do we do? You know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There were some, there were some weird, some weird changes that had to get made. So Deke initially only dubbed the first season and the first half of the second season. And it just kind of stopped. Um, and after a couple years, they, they did go back and do the remainder of season two, Sailor Moon R. Um, mm-hmm. Although the voices for Sailor Mars and Tuxedo Mask had to change because both of them were busy doing other projects because there had been some like a big time gap in between the two uh, mm-hmm. recording sessions. So um, the end of Sailor Moon R has a has a different voice cast for some for those two. But like, eh, it's fine. It's close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, in, in 2000, um, Cloverway was another company. Uh, they got hired to dub Sailor Moon S and Sailor Moon Super S. And Mm -hmm. they got a couple of the original voice actors back, um, Mm -hmm. but mostly they just got sound alikes. And it's (laughs) it's really rough to watch those because Sailor Moon's voice is (sighs) Serena. Serena already sounded kind of like a warbly saw a lot of the time. And Mm -hmm. the the Linda Valentine, who took over for Terry Hawks, um, takes the most extreme version of that every single time. Oh, and it's fine. Like it's if that's if you were a kid and you grew up watching it, like I don't know that you would care. But mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I I had all those old episodes on tape, and so uh, for me, it was like I was very used to Terry Hawk's voice. And and when mm-hmm. Linda Valentine came over, it was like, oh, this is this is very clearly a different lady doing an impression of <laughs> what she mm-hmm. thinks the other one sounds like. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Cloverway only dubbed Sailor Moon S and Super S and didn't dub Sailor Moon Sailor Stars. So that never that never came out here uh, at all. And then in 2003 in Japan, there was a live action Sailor Moon series because that's never been released in America or or shown on American TV. I've never really watched it. I've watched clips Mm -hmm. on YouTube. It looks okay. It's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you know, anyone who's watched Sailor Moon, try to imagine that live action. Yeah, it's about as good as Power Rangers, you know. It's yeah, it, I don't. Mean it's to better animated. It. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it was made to be a comic, right? Mm-hmm. And like the next closest adaptation you can do for comics is animation. Yep. And in two thousand three, CGI just wasn't quite there. Yep. Like I said, though, I haven't watched the show. It may be written wonderfully. It just looks silly. You know, I can't. I can't judge it. Five seasons of a show based on you know a dozen clips on YouTube. That's not fair. Fair. You know, so I hope it's good. I hope people like it. Um, yeah. Oh, I skipped over in 1999. Mix, who later became Tokyo Pop, released the Sailor Moon manga in the U.S. for the first time. Uh, oh, okay. I, believe, I believe they released all of it, but they used the English dub names for everyone. <laughs> Except for Sailor Moon. 
And in the first issue, or the first the first volume, there's like a caption box that says, you know, hey, my name is Serena, but everyone calls me Bunny, giving her a third secret identity name. Kind oh, of. Usagi is the Japanese word for rabbit or bunny, because in most cultures that are not America, there isn't a man in the moon. There's a rabbit in the moon. So, yep. Sailor Moon's secret identity being Usagi kind of makes sense. It does. Um, yeah. Yeah, like it just kind of plays with mythology and everything. Skip forward to 2011 and Kodansha, who released the original manga in weekly magazines, released a new, more accurate translation to the U.S. Um, yes, Kodansha is, is good with that. Yeah, yeah. And I have that whole run. I just finished picking them up uh, like a couple of years ago. And then the Sailor V manga got released as well. During the run of Sailor Moon, every so often, Takuchi would take a break from Sailor Moon and would do another chapter of Sailor V. So... Um, there are like two volumes of the Sailor V manga as well out there. 2014, Sailor Moon Crystal came out. So that's the one that you you were watching. Um, yes. And then also in 2014, Viz got the rights to do all 200 episodes of the original anime uh, and use the cast from Sailor Moon Crystal and redubbed the entire thing, um, uncut, uncensored, as close to accurate as a um, yeah. you know foreign language dub can be. So, yes. and then the last set for that actually just came out last year. So finally, uh, Sailor Moon Sailor Stars is now available in English for the first time. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And then also and last year, um, Kodansha re-released the Sailor Moon manga with a new translation in larger format. It's actually bigger than most American comics. Uh, and they're called the Sailor Moon Eternal Edition. And uh, I believe the whole thing is there, but it's it's like this huge, like, I think they're like 11 by 14. Like, they are giant books uh, and they're gorgeous, but I just bought the entire run. I don't really feel the need to buy it again, but mm -hmm. I was watching Sailor Tortilla on YouTube, who does a bunch of Sailor Moon comparison review stuff. And, and mm -hmm. she was showing like the differences and like the language so it's it's still an accurate translation, but it's more how people speak in English in the newer one. Got it. Right. Um, because, mm -hmm. you know, sentence structure is not the same in the two languages. So no. while the 2011 one is like a more accurate uh, the to, to Japanese, the 2019 release is more conversational. Anyways, that yeah. was me talking for a whole lot. So you say something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this, this was interesting. I will I will say... This was interesting to get into. Okay. Because Sailor Moon, kind of like Pokemon, kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, it's always existed yeah, in like guess... pop culture for me. Yeah, that's true. Because it, it, yeah, that first episode came out like right after you were born. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like it, it came out right after I was born. But it was it's just the fact that like my, the millennial culture, or at least, you know, kids around my age, a little bit older, it was always in pop culture. It was always kind of talked about. It was always kind of existing in the ether type of thing. Yeah, kind of like The Simpsons with most millennials. Exactly. Uh, except The Simpsons, you know exactly which channel to tune into to watch the new episodes. That's so. fair. That's fair. <laughs> but it was just weird. It was just weird, like having all of that. And then I was like, all right, I need to sit down. I need to watch this for this episode for you know this episode of Tom and that we're doing. And as I was watching it, it was just like it was this really weird. Not even deja vu, but just like this weirdly, this really weird like thing of where I was sitting there watching it and I was going like, you know, I feel like I've actually watched more of this show than I realized. And it's not that I was remembering things. It was just there were certain 
things the characters themselves were doing that just made me go, I remember something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, that okay. thing where, like, I've never seen this before, but I know exactly what's going on. Exactly. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say that because I didn't watch the Star Wars movies until I was in college, uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of how that was for me, was the okay. first Empire Strikes Back was like, oh, I know this entire movie because my friends keep quoting the damn thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first time I saw Alien as well was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I know everything about this movie because everyone keeps talking about how great this 1979 sci fi horror movie is. And by the time mm-hmm. I saw it, it was like, well, this is boring. Uh, <laughs> so, fair enough. Yeah. 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 But what was interesting though is like, so as I was watching it, I, I definitely, wa- I mean, I only watched up until Sailor Venus or Sailor V's actual reveal. Okay. Until she actually started playing a role in the in the show. Okay. Um, okay. Which is weird because I was telling myself like, okay, I'm like I gotta get as far as I can. When I realized that they were introducing every Sailor Scout and everything like that with every episode, I thought, okay, I'm gonna watch until they until they bring in Sailor Venus because Sailor Venus is actually voiced, at least in Crystal, um, by a voice actress who actually voices Lucy Hartfelia in Fairy Tale. Oh, okay. So I wanted to hear her voice. I wanted like I wanted to hear Lucy. Um, and it was great when she did come in and she started talking. I'm like, ah, it's Lucy. Like, it was great. Um, and the only reason why I know that is because every time I watch anime now, especially in modern day with how much anime exists, I have to almost go through the the, the voice acting roster to go like, okay, what have you been in that I have seen so yeah. I can just get it out of the way of where I know your voice? And yeah. strangely enough, almost every single character, except for maybe like two or three in Sailor Moon Crystal, I have never encountered before an anime. Oh, interesting. Or they were like in an episode of like another anime I watched, so they didn't like their their voices did not register with me. Um, there were a couple though that I'm like, okay, yeah, I recognize your voice from, you know, I think there's one guy who who was in uh, Star Wars Rebels and sure. um, the Dragon Prince and a couple of other shows like that. Uh, and then there's obviously the actress who voices Lucy Hartfelia who plays Sailor Venus, and then the actor who voices Natsu Dragneel from Fairy Tale, Todd Habercorn, who I've mentioned on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, he voices one of the four generals. Yeah, okay. He voices the the first guy that we meet. Uh, Jedi, um, yeah. Jedi, yes, he voices Jedi. And the moment I heard his voice, I'm like, it's Natsu! Like, just immediately, <laughs> like, instantaneously heard his voice. I'm like, oh, there he is. Um... Fun trivia fact yeah. about the, the four generals, uh, Queen Beryl and her four generals. They're all named after green precious stones, right? So so Jadeite, Nephrite, Zoocyte, and then Kunizite. Although Kunizite got renamed to Malachite in the original for some reason, original dub for some reason. Uh, and then Beryl. Like all all five of those, six of those are precious stones that are colored green. And That's I don't interesting. Know, and I don't know why. <laughs> also, I hear Malachite now and I think freaking Steven Universe. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, uh, it was interesting hearing all those, all those voice actors. And honestly, as I was watching, there were a few moments and elements where I was like, oh damn, this is actually pretty good. And then the other part of me is like, remember, she's like an eighth grader. This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and then there were other moments where I'm like, God, there's so much cheese here. There's so much cheese. I don't have enough wine. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Cause Usagi is going to give you all the wine you'll ever need. It's um, true. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, admittedly, thing, yeah. Go ahead. Admittedly, that's a little thing that I have a little bit of an issue with with her. Yeah, 
Yeah, she, but I'm getting over it. Yeah, so so that is one of the things is as the series goes along, uh, Usagi gets less and less whiny and becomes less of a crybaby. Um, mm-hmm. Like she she definitely grows as the series progresses. That's um, good. Um, yeah, it's. <laughs> The other thing, you know, like you said, there's a lot of cheese. I mean, remember that this series started in 1991 in Japan, right? Oh, yeah, I so know. It's, it was a different time and literally mm-hmm. a different place. Right? There's a whole bunch of different cultural touchstones. Yes. Um, however, however, having watched Sailor Moon, can you see the influence that it's had on a bunch of stuff that you, the other stuff that you've grown up watching? Oh, dear God, yes. <laughs> Here, allow me to read the list. <clears throat> flips the page all right uh powerpuff girls uh-huh. uh totally spies uh-huh. fairy tale uh-huh. uh i haven't watched this one that i'm about to say but i know that it was definitely an influence from it Madi, uh mario magica uh, it's a magic girl anime about the about the that actually is really dark <laughs> sure yeah um but yeah. Like, yeah no you're, you're absolutely right i could name a million and one different animes that this has been like I mean, you just said Definitely Steven Universe, based. right? Like, like Steven Universe. Yeah. I watch Steven Universe, and I'm like, oh, this is like Sailor Moon and The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> like, that's hmm. what that show is. Um, I did not catch The Legend of Zelda stuff, but that makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's you know, you kind of have to. It's not on. It doesn't wear all of its influences on the sleeve, but like, there's no way hmm. Sailor Moon is not an influence on Steven Universe. Uh, I think it definitely is. <laughs> I mean, Rebecca so, Sugar has said that it absolutely was. So yeah, yeah. But but you're absolutely but yeah. right, though. It's it's Sailor Moon is definitely very influential. But of course, I mean, look at you know Dragon Ball, and it also has its long absolutely. list of influential. Yeah. Bits, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I know you were watching Sailor Moon Crystal on Hulu because both the mm-hmm. the viz dub of the original series and Crystal are com- in their completion on Hulu both in English yes. and Japanese. Um, yes. And then I just saw that Dragon Ball Super is got added to Hulu in English as well. So oh, okay. now I'm sort of like, crap. <laughs> I, I was really avoiding watching this because it wasn't available to me. And now I kind of want to. But I also really don't want to watch like 100. Yeah, but I also really don't want to watch 150 episodes of anything. So yeah, that's just a lot of show. Yeah. Anyways. So anyways, yeah. Um, oh, so, okay, so earlier this year, uh, probably because everyone's locked down and bored, there was a bit of a viral Sailor Moon meme going on, where, um, and this has been going on for a little while, but there was one specific one, uh, people have been redrawing panels from Sailor Moon in their art style, right, so they just take a random frame, you know, a random shot of the show that they find online, and they're just redrawing it in their style, but there Mm -hmm. was one... There is one of Sailor Moon kind of kneeling on the ground, looking up at the person that was talking to her. Um, Mm -hmm. And that one, there was a couple weeks over the summer where, like, I couldn't go anywhere online without seeing people redrawing it, Uh, especially on on Instagram. It was like every suggested post was like, hey, you like art? (laughs) Look at this person drawing this picture of Sailor Moon. I was like, well, that's that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and some of them were really cool. And some of them I really appreciated when they would do other things um, like, you know, give her weird facial piercings or style her hair differently um, or, or give her tattoos. Right. Just like, hey, this is how I interpret Sailor Moon. Like, OK, that's not how I do. But awesome. I, I appreciate you doing something totally different. Um, 
And then, so remember when we talked about uh, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue uh, a few months ago? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we watched the uh, bunch of animators do the There's a Million Million Ways to Say No video? Yes. Okay, so um, I don't know if it's the same group of animators, but a, a large group of animators have done that with two episodes of Sailor Moon as well. Oh my god. And they are called Moon Animate Makeup. Um, and they are just on YouTube. Uh, so there is there's one that uses an old Deke dub episode, and there's one that uses the original Japanese language dialogue. Um, and they're both fantastic because it's literally the animation style changes every shot. So oh, dear Lord. Yeah. So every time the camera cuts, it cuts to a different animation style. And it is wow. fascinating. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moon animate makeup. If you guys uh, are listening, want to, to find those. Um, and literally just type type in moon animate makeup or like Sailor Moon animation remake or something. It's pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's two of them. Uh, I would not recommend watching those as your introduction to Sailor Moon. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you said we want to talk about opinions, things we, we like and don't like later. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's later. <laughs> it's later. So why don't you... <laughs> okay, so clearly, right, I've been watching this shit for, for 25 years. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously I'm in. Like, there's not yeah. much that we're going to say. They're like, oh, oh, Andy likes this? That's a surprise. It's okay. Um, okay. But uh, uh, what what are some of your thoughts on on everything? So I can definitely agree that it's definitely an anime of its time. It definitely comes from a period of time where this was a little more common with how, you know, it's like if someone tried to redo shot for shot, like, you know, a, a like full house or something. Sure. You know, it, yeah. it, it wouldn't work quite as well because, you know, the humor and the jokes just don't land at like they used to. Obviously it seems like they made some adjustments for it to fit a little bit more of a modern od- audience based off of Sailor Moon Crystal. Mm-hmm. And that's purely just based off the way they animated certain things, but they definitely still kept it within that realm of like nineties. Um, and yeah. what I will definitely say is that, it's not a bad anime. It, it's no. It's not bad in any in any stretch of the word. It's definitely mm-hmm. one that if I saw growing up as a kid, uh, like I actually legitimately put my time in and I sat down and watched it, I probably would have really enjoyed it. Um, but definitely as an adult, I I am appreciating Sailor Moon Crystal uh-huh. a lot because it's just moving the plot along. It's moving everything along. Yeah. It also, you know, I don't know how long it takes for, you know, in the original version of how long it's like, okay, here's our main character, here's Usagi, here's Usagi and then I don't know how many episodes later they bring in Ami, and then they bring in, you know, Ray and then Makoto, and then I don't know how long it takes to do all that in the original. Uh, uh, a lot more. Um, so okay. I don't remember the exact, I, I know the first two, uh, Mercury and, and Mars both appear within the first 10 episodes. But then Makoto doesn't appear, or Lita, or Jupiter doesn't appear until like episode twenty-one. I want to say. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah, and then it's another probably close to ten episodes before um, mm-hmm. Sailor Venus joins. So yeah, yeah it's. However, uh, the original manga was being 
or the original anime was being produced at the same time the manga was coming out. So they yeah. very specifically threw in filler um, and made it kind of more of a, a Super Sentai series. It's, it's basically Power Rangers with girls. Um, yeah. Right. Like every episode is a new monster being sent to the planet by Queen Beryl and one of her generals. And mm -hmm. the sailor uh, scouts, Senshi, uh, soldiers, guardians. depend. So <laughs> they are the, the sailor Senshi. Senshi doesn't have a direct translation to English. It's somewhere between soldier and guardian, probably. Mm -hmm. um, the original dub went with scout, which is why you'll hear sailor scout a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the most recent translation um is the series is bishoujo senshi sailor moon or pretty guardian sailor moon but yeah they say they say pretty guardian a lot <laughs> yeah but definitely um pretty soldier was a thing that was being used for a while in the late 90s okay. and early 2000s because like i said senshi doesn't really translate to english directly yeah um, so yeah so, but um but... <laughs> it's yeah because because the manga was was I mean, manga takes time to come out. And even though yeah. it, it was a weekly thing and we were getting, you know, like between like five and eight pages a week or whatever, um, that's not enough to fill a 22 minute episode. It so, is really not. Yeah. Uh, so they it intentionally built that, built the series around that where like, cool, we're going to have, we'll have the plot points come up when they come up, but we might have a bunch of episodes in the middle where we just need to make stuff up uh, between those points. So and honestly, you know, now that I'm watching Crystal, I mean, a part of me kind of wants to just finish it just because it is so short. There's not yeah. many episodes. There are less um, episodes of Sailor Moon Crystal and it's the entire series than there are just the first season of the English dub of Sailor Moon, uh, which had six episodes taken out. Oh, geez. <laughs> so, OK. Yeah. All right. Well. What I was going to say, though, was that uh, it, depending on how I feel about it, and if I actually really do enjoy it, I might go and watch the other one just to kind of see what do they do for character development, what do they do for, you know, yeah. adding more in there. Yeah. Um, but I will say I am thoroughly enjoying Crystal. Okay. Even though there are some moments where I'm sitting here kind of cringing, just like, oh, okay, you're an eighth grader, just need to remember that. And then just kind of keep going. <laughs> like the fact that her and Tuxedo yeah. Mask have a thing together, and I'm just sitting here like he is older than you girl and you only like eighth grade <laughs> so, okay but, but this, is, this is another cultural thing yes it is another in, cultural thing. in japan the age of consent is 14 yes i am not judging whether or not that is right or wrong i'm not saying i agree or disagree with it i'm just stating a fact mm -hmm. the age of consent in japan is 14 in america yes. it's 18 so yes. that colors the way that we look at intergender relationships very differently mm -hmm. oh yeah so like so yeah, so so Mamoru yeah. being, you know, 18, 19, whatever, and dating a 14-year-old sounds super creepy to Americans. But in yes. Japan, it's a little bit more common. So I think it's more the fact that, like, you know, I, I mean, obviously I've watched Inuyasha, and Kagome's like 15, and Inuyasha's like 150 or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, in, in that, obviously, I'm like, I don't bat an eye at it as much because... Um, she says she's in ninth grade. She says she's 15. She says like all these things and she acts really, really mature for her age. I think the only reason why I, I slightly bat an eye in this one is just because they constantly remind us that at least in crystal, that they are in eighth grade, they are in junior high. Yeah. And I'm sitting yeah. here just thinking like, okay, you don't need to constantly remind me that you're in junior high. If you, <laughs> if you didn't do that, I probably wouldn't be questioning this relationship right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is interesting because, like, they, I mean, we see the, the Crossroads Junior High sign in the original anime. And, yes. um, 
but like it's just not brought up a lot like other than seeing the the out the exterior of the school with the sign there mm-hmm. it's not brought up like what grade they're in except for yeah, like the no. first couple episodes so excuse me um yeah so it is it is yeah it is a little a little more in your face in crystal i will say yeah but yeah. um but yeah but either way, though, I, I, am, I am thoroughly enjoying the series. I am liking it. I think I am going to continue watching it. Maybe not, like, at a feverish pace, but just be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to finish it just to say I finished it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think I think it's good. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Um, boy, I... So so here here is here's the thing, is I was very excited when I heard that Viz was going to redub the entire thing with a more mm-hmm. accurate translation. Um, yes, I bought I bought the the OK, so so we already went over. I taped all of the original Deke dub in the mm-hmm. 90s. Um, mm-hmm. I, I in I want to say like 2006 or 2007 um, when the whole franchise was kind of in a lull, and the only thing going on was the live action series in Japan. And I couldn't watch that anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually bought DVDs of the whole of the first two seasons in Japanese. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so I have it in Japanese subtitled. Um, uh, so here, here is the other thing: is that like, I really like the first season, and I really like the first half of Sailor Moon R. Um, mm-hmm. And once Sailor Chibi Moon shows up, like that, that the whole series changes, and mm. it, I, it's not bad. It's just mm-hmm. not what I want to watch. So yeah. for me, Sailor Moon is just like the first season and then like the the complete filler, like 10 or 12 episodes or whatever they did um, with the Makai tree, the doom tree, the hell tree, depending on <laughs> how we want to translate that this week mm-hmm. um, uh, with the aliens um, and and ale or Alan uh, because it's ale and N. So it's alien, right? It's, mm. it's fun, mm-hmm. fun with their names. Uh, and the one plays a hand flute pretty well. So that's neat. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, like I, I have, I bought the entire manga series. I've read about half of it. Uh, I just, it's not that I don't like it. I just haven't gotten through it yet. Um, yeah. there's, there's 12 volumes plus two volumes of Sailor V, right? That's just, it's just a lot to get through. Um, there's a lot to get through. Yeah. And then when I, when I rebought the English dub, like those Cloverweight dubs are just not, again, like, Everyone was doing their job. Everyone was doing the best they could, whatever, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not dumping on anyone's performances. Just, like, Mm-mm. once once Chibiusa, Chibi Moon, Rini, for <laughs> old-school American fans, uh, once once she shows up, like, the whole tone of the show changes. And mm. I just, I'm not into it as much. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, even when I bought the, the DVDs of the Deke dub, like I only bought the first two seasons because I don't, I don't mm-hmm. particularly care about the rest. Um, yeah. Which is a shame because there is a lot of really cool stuff in the later, uh, like I've, I've watched, I watched all of S on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if I watched all of Super S or Supers. Um, so <laughs> here's a fun thing. Uh, when I moved out to Phoenix in 1996, I started shopping at a different comic store because obviously I moved to a different country or uh, a city, moved across the country to a different city. Um, mm-hmm. in some ways it felt like I moved to a different country. Um, and the guy at the new comic store was really into to manga and anime. 
and was you know i was talking with him about sailor moon one day and he was like yeah so season two of sailor moon is called sailor moon r and i was like oh okay what's the r stand for romance i was like that's weird but okay uh so what does the s in sailor moon s stand for and he goes well it's really just supposed to be like a plural right because sailor chibi moon shows up and i was like oh so it's like sailor moons yeah so i don't know if that's Hmm. true uh and then the next season is sailor moon super s right like it's super sailor moon s or whatever uh because there's two super sailor moons because there's super sailor moon and super chibi moon and so it's supposed sure. to be like sailor moon supers <laughs> what is this dragon ball now <laughs> well so that's the thing is i was like sweet so, so does that mean like dragon ball z is supposed to be like dragon balls like plural and he goes yeah i think so because like the thing about japanese is they don't add s to the end of a word to make something plural they just like the it's just understood through context so yeah. because again sentence structure like grammar structure is different in the two languages and mm-hmm. so i don't know if this guy was correct or not but like that's three pretty big examples where like yeah all of that logic kind of tracks <laughs> so does. uh readers if any of you know <laughs> the the actual meaning between adding an s to sailor moon s and sailor moon super s and adding a z to dragon ball to differentiate uh old like young goku dragon ball and adult goku dragon ball um please let us know because <laughs> mm-hmm. i would please love do. to get a straight answer on that because uh, otherwise i'm just going to leave this guy that worked in a comic store in 1996 so Oy. <laughs> yeah so yeah all right well ch- switching tracks here real quick so there's obviously a lot of sailor scouts yeah so who's your favorite nine, one for each planet Oh boy, who is my favorite? That's a that's a tough question. Um, it alternates between mm-hmm. Jupiter and Venus depending on what day it is. <laughs> okay. I like how badass Sailor Jupiter is, mm-hmm. um, but I really like that Sailor Venus was a hero on her own before because like the other ones you see like they all join up with sailor moon and then like discover oh hey we're part of the moon kingdom and and all of the yeah. fun with the backstory and like we're actually the you know bishojo sensei and um like that's when they get their powers but sailor v comes in fully formed like no i'm already here i already know about this i i, I know yeah. what's going on uh and i think that's super cool um it, what also, is sailor v's princess name again uh like her, she's her, actually a princess, isn't she? I mean, they're all princesses, so I think. Let me rephrase this. Uh, <laughs> what is her secret identity? Yeah, her secret identity name. Uh, she actually so it, knows her moon name, or her real she, name, whatever. Interesting. I don't remember that. Uh, no. I mean, I know she's Minako. I know. I yes. Know. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know that's like her Earth name. According, yeah. At least according to Sailor Moon Crystal, that's her Earth name. And then she has a different name. So. Interesting. Okay. I got to be honest. Yeah. I've only watched like the first like five or six episodes of Sailor Moon Crystal. Because uh, by the, like when it was like when it was coming out originally in Japanese, it was like, well, I mean, I've seen all this because I've, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, watched the, in, the deke dub and the original Japanese dub of the original anime. So it was like, well, I'm not getting anything new out of this story. Um, I did rewatch the first three episodes of it this week in preparation for this episode. And I was like, yep, it's the same thing again. So uh, I, I, at some point I'll sit down and watch it all. Cause like we said, it's only 39 episodes for the entire run. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just, you know, there's, 
how many times can I watch a different version of the same story? You know, <laughs> that's fair and valid. So yeah. anyway, you were saying about the Sailor Moon and Sailor V. Yeah. So I like that Sailor V comes in fully formed. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Bondi put, they do the SH figure arts action figures, which uh, are really high quality, really high articulated um, action figures. And they mm-hmm. did the whole run of Sailor Moon figures. Um, and I found a Sailor V, not Sailor Venus, but Sailor V in the codename mm-hmm. Sailor V outfit um, at Barnes and Noble for like $11 one day. Which oh, wow. It's crazy because those things usually go for like between 50 and $60. Wow. Like it's just in the clearance bin. Like, yep, we're just done with this. No one bought it. And I was like, I will buy Sailor V for $11. Sure. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Minako hangs out on my on one of my bookcases with a bunch of random action figures now. It's <laughs> just fun. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and with that, we are we are basically out of time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say, like, th- yeah. really quickly, three things. Yes. Just going to fire them out. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, thing number one, uh, Makoto, so Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mars, um, those two characters I am finding to be really awesome, and I'm kind of sure. thinking they're my favorites, just because yeah. they seem to be the most badass of the two that I've met yeah. so far. Yeah, they Thing number two, um, I have heard the original theme song. I do like the original theme song. I actually really enjoy the Japanese version that goes with Crystal because it almost... There's something about just awesome Japanese anime openings in their native tongue uh, yeah. that just seem really Boy. kick-ass, and that's what that one is. You know, so that that's interesting because I was watching... When I was watching Crystal, I was like, man, everything about this song is something I should like. I, I really love the the dual squeedly guitars, uh, mm-hmm. I really like the the uh, I really like female singers in general. Um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But when I was watching, I was like, "But this isn't the Sailor Moon theme because yeah. I'm so used to to Moonlight Densetsu or you know whatever the English version is called." Um, yeah. Like I'm so used to that tune for Sailor Moon that like I can't get past it, uh, which is that's yeah, on me. So yeah, yeah, that's completely <laughs> fine. I think for me, whenever I hear the original theme, I always just imagine like the original stuff that I saw and just kind of think it being kind of cheesy and kind of weird. And, you know, I I don't know, like they have like this weird thing with it, but this version that I was just like, okay, this is kind of kick ass. All right, I'm down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's an awesome song. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, and the third final thing is that, so I, because Sailor Moon inspired a lot of different transformation type esque things in pop culture. um, I kind of created a little like list of like my top five favorite, character transformations where they go from normal to uh like you know superhero form yeah yeah uh and i have urza scarlet as number one from fairy tale number two is lucy heartphilia because she has a really cool one later on okay uh three is she-ra from the new she-ra series oh yeah because yeah hers is really badass especially the point where she like pounds her fist and the bracers show up it's like oh yeah Uh, Uh, for a Sailor Moon and obviously all the Sailor Scouts from like the original because I okay. actually do like the original one and then five is actually the Sailor Moon Crystal one because it's weird how it suddenly goes from anime to we're playing Final Fantasy now with the animation yeah. style <laughs> yeah yeah this the style of transformation does change in Crystal uh, and yeah. it, it, it it's, it's a little weird yeah but it's fine so. like, it, like none of it's bad is the thing no you, you know, bad. like even the stuff that's not my favorite, like I don't 
I don't think it's bad. It's just eh, I'd rather watch the old terrible Deke dub with all the weird edits and changes for broadcast television because that's the thing that gives me nostalgia feels. That's so. completely fine and valid, and you keep doing you, sir. Yeah, yeah. And if anyone else wants to watch one of the other versions, please, as long as you're enjoying Sailor Moon in some form or another. This thing is so popular that it's got two English dubs, a remake, and a live-action show, and three translations of manga. And that's, that's, a... just, that's just in English. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, Sailor Moon's a big deal. So mm-hmm. whatever form you're enjoying it in, you're still enjoying Sailor Moon, and that's great. Yep. That is great. Yeah. So, uh, so hey, uh, while you're enjoying Sailor Moon, uh, tell us about it on social medias. You can go to uh, Instagram, where we're Atomic underscore Monsoon, or you can go to Twitter uh, and Facebook, where we are just Atomic Monsoon, or you can email us at AtomicMonsoon at gmail.com. And remember, we are ending this show with episode 100. So please let us know your favorite Atomic Monsoon moments so that we can uh, share them with episode 100. You know, it's sad, Andy. Two of my favorite uh, content creations are ending in 2020. Us oh, no. and Unis Honest, which, to be honest, I've actually had my phone plugged in outside of my sound space showing their final live stream because today's the last day of Unis Honest. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's just been playing this whole time. And occasionally I'll like look at and be like, where are they at? Okay, close it. <laughs> oh, dear. So, oh, yep. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. Well, 2020 is bringing a lot of change. So, uh, uh, and and 2021 promises to be strange. So, I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I I just like the way that flowed together. Sorry, that made me very happy. (laughs) Okay, good. I'm glad. So, all right. All right, guys. Uh, Join us next time. And uh, if you don't, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you.